Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kelby Bachman. And the song you just heard is Boondocks by Little Big Town. And it is also the walkout song for the next guest on the show, Blake Raising. Remember last week when I told you to remember this name? Well, I was lucky enough to sit down with Blake Raising. He is from New Hampton, Iowa, where he won a state title at heavyweight his senior year against last week's guest, Brian Rodas. He went on to wrestle for the Iowa Hawkeyes, where he is the last Hawkeye wrestler to win a Big Ten title at heavyweight. He now resides in Chicago and loves doing taxes. <laughs> so please sit back, relax, and enjoy Blake Raising. Kind of interesting that you found my name. I mean, it's I. I was like 15 years ago. I was like, where, where in the list of did Blake raising fall on the <laughs> scheme of you know who I interview with? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I because I, I didn't you know thinking back to my high school days. I, I I my senior after I graduated and committed to the University of Iowa, I didn't you know I didn't wrestle post busy, you know, not geez, talking work here. I didn't wrestle post wrestling season. So I wrestled, you know, did my wrestling during the season, did not do summer um, folk style, didn't do any of that. So I was very under the radar coming into kind of my college career um, and really hadn't really hadn't branched out and wrestled anyone nationally um, until after my senior year in high school. And so I, you know, and then I kind of went into college probably as a, it was recruited by originally from Iowa State. Kale Kale came up and wrestled me at a camp one time. You so wrestled the U? Wrestled me. So we, we had he had put on a camp um at, at my high school in Hampton. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up being partners that day. My I think it was my junior year. And so we wrestled and rolled around a little bit. And then, you know, probably a month, two months later, he came and knocked on the door. Um and asked me to, you know, come down for a visit. And so that was kind of my first exposure to college wrestling and even thinking about wrestling in college because originally I was expected and and planned to play football um, and then got recruited by Iowa State. And then, and then, and then Iowa came, Iowa came towards my end of my senior year. I was wrestling at Osage for, I think it's, was it sectionals? What was the first sectionals? Yeah. Yeah. And West Hand who was my, one of my coaches at Iowa, he had come up to watch Vinny Wagner, Vinny Wagner mm-hmm. wrestle. Mm-hmm. And he decided to stick around and watch me. I think I was the number one ranked wrestler, wrestle the number two guy. And I think I pinned him, you know, pretty in sometime in the first period. And he got, he was pretty impressed by that. Um, and next, you know, he was at my high school practice the next day. Really? Um, and so that's wow. like how quickly my, you know, my recruiting evolved. And then subsequent to that, I think Arizona state reached out um, saying that they would have an offer that you know, would be worth my time, but I'd already committed to Iowa and kind of just stuck with, with Iowa. Um, just felt, you know, thinking, you know, schools, you know, I wasn't being recruited anywhere else, but I was like, you know, if I go wrestle to Iowa, at least I'll be, people will continue to follow me. I felt like <laughs> if I went and played football in Utah, you know, I didn't, you know, in my mind, nobody was going to really remember me. Um, and so I thought, you know what, if I'm going to do it, I might as well go to, you know, a school like the University of Iowa, even though I felt like I was kind of an underdog, but I didn't think I was an underdog because I, you know, 
through all of high school. I just, you know, I fairly did fairly well my senior year. Um, just didn't have any other, I didn't know what, you know, big time college wrestling was like, or even, you know, big time high school wrestling, right. I wasn't going to tournaments. I wasn't getting beat. And so I thought I'd show up, you know, show up and be competing day one in the room, which uh, ended up not being the case. Uh, my first college workout was with West hand and, um, a couple, a couple other guys at you and I, and I think I got the first takedown on West hand. Um, and then I don't think I got another takedown for like eight months. So, um, it was kind of, you know, I felt pretty good getting that takedown and then it was, it just went downhill from there for a lot of months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that seems to be a recurring yeah. answer for a lot of high school transitioning to college that it takes a while. How do you like, how did you stay positive? even when you weren't getting takedowns, you know, or seeing that score, you know, it was being the underdog every day. You, 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 you mixed up partners, right. You'd always find a partner maybe that you can beat up on a little bit to get your confidence back. But, you know, every day my freshman year, um, I just remember being like, you know, I kept thinking, I mean, I don't know how I kept positive, but it was like, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow I'm wrestling a guy better than me. All right. Now I can say that, he, you know, I can feel that he's better than me, but I was like, you know, I'm going to get him tomorrow. Um, and I don't know what the, you know, the mindset was, but it was always, you just, you didn't, I didn't know anything other than just come back, come back, come back, come back. Um, and it, you know, at some point end of my freshman year, I started to realize I could be pretty damn good in, in college. Um, and so that was, you know, it's, it seemed like it took a whole year. And I remember Tom, Tom Brands continuing to say, you know, it's like 180 days, you know, like you've got to, you've got to work hard for 180 days before you start seeing that result of that first 180 days. And it might, you might say it might've been something other than 180 days, but it, it takes a while before your body, you know, before you really start seeing progress in that room. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, every time I thought today was going to be my day, it was, it ended up not being my day. Um, but we had some really good heavyweights my freshman year. I think mm -hmm. trying to remember we had West hand in there, uh, Matt Fields, mm -hmm. Nick Facchetti. Um, he was a guy, he was, he was an older guy wrestling for the Hawkeye wrestling club. Um, and then there's, a, there's another HWC guy there that I wrestle. I can't, can't remember his name off the top of my head, but you know, we, you could go a whole week without ever wrestling another heavyweight or wrestling a heavyweight twice. Mm -hmm. um, and then we, I guess we had Jordan Johnson in Illinois or in mm -hmm. Iowa, Illinois transferred Iowa guy. What about um, Dan Erickson? Was he there? Yeah. Dan Dan Eric well, Dan Erickson was injured my freshman year. Okay. Um, so he, I think he, I think he tore shoulder and then came back, I think healthy my sophomore year. Um, so I didn't wrestle him much at all. And he was, an, I think he was more of a 97 pounder. My, my freshman year, even though he, you know, it wasn't on the mat. Um, so he came, he came in my sophomore year, but there was, you know, I, what thinking back over my time, you know, high school, right. You always had one, one other heavyweight you <laughs> every day, right. Yeah. Every, every day was the same guy. And you'd have a couple, you know, a couple high school coaches that were 165 pounds wrestling because it gives you nothing, you know, another feel, um, in which you start to appreciate your high school coaches who, you know, who stand in there and wrestle a 285 pound guy every day. Um, mm -hmm. I think, I think there's a few knee injuries, um, that some of the coaches <laughs> had to deal with because of me, but 
yeah. So they, so yeah, it's like, so thinking back, it, it was awesome just go, coming in and wrestling a different guy every, every single day. And then, you know, kept things exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned football, like where you said you were on your path, maybe to play football. Yeah. So you're, pretty, really, you're pretty dang good. Um, so I, I, I played both sides, offensive lineman, I think left tackle and then nose tackle. Um, I just, you know, from an accolade, you know, accolades, uh, strength perspective, speed, I was not there. You know, I granted, I would say I beat up everybody, you know, for two years, junior year and senior. Like I felt like I was always, you know, at a, at a different level than most of the teams we were playing. But, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't until I got to college and I started hanging out with some of the O-linemen did I see the frame size being so, so much different, so much greater. Um, even though we might be close in weight, you know, the guy, Brian Balaga, I don't know if you remember him. He played for the Packers for, Packers for quite a few years. And I think I even have a picture of me standing next to him and his, his just size with and everything, even though he maybe had 15 pounds on me, just was so much greater. And I, you know, you're going, okay, there's another, there's another size out there that <laughs> could make life really painful for me as a football player. But I, I, I went on visits, I think at South Dakota state university and maybe one, I think that might've been it or one other one. Um, but I, I felt like my path was going to be, you know, maybe, maybe it would stretch division one, double a, or, or going to a two-year school and trying to prove myself. Um, and it just wasn't, I don't know that I was that interested in that. Um, definitely, you know, definitely when Iowa was knocking on the door from, from a wrestling perspective. Yeah. That kind of opened the door and opened your eyes to division one wrestling. Yep. Yep. So, so you, did you even think about wrestling in college before then you said you were like, no, no I, I wanted, my dad reminds me of this quite a bit is at some point I, I, you know, I wanted to be a state champ. That was, that was always a goal I had. I was pretty stubborn uh, as a you know high school kid. So I wanted to be a state champ, but that was kind of, I, I kind of expected my senior year to be the last year that I ever wrestled. Um, I did, I, you know, I, I think also my senior year was kind of the first year that I really enjoyed wrestling. Um, you know, my first couple of years, I just, I wasn't, I don't, I want maybe say had a few too many pounds on me. Um, my freshman, sophomore year, a little few too many pounds. And I just remember the workouts just being brutal and always, you know, always dying, you know, being completely exhausted. Uh, you know, when I got into that high school room and so I was, you know, I just was like, ah, I, this isn't for me. <laughs> uh, but then junior, senior year, I started really enjoying uh, the, just wrestling, being around the room, um, that kind of stuff. So what kind of what kind of change there? I mean, I, one of the questions I was going to ask you is, you know, being a two eighty five pounder. I think there's a misconception that you're just on full feed and you can just eat and do whatever you want. But there's probably got to come a time where you, you know, there's a little bit more of a diet. Still, nutrition becomes a big role, even though you not maybe not be cutting much weight. Yep. You know. Yeah, I was a big kid, so my when I came into high school, you know, I was probably I was two hundred fifty pounds. 250. And I, I would say I had an excessive amount of extra weight on me. And even going into my sophomore year, I, I went from 250 to 285. And I don't know if my height moved that much. So I was, I was a chubby, chubby kid, still competitive and doing well. Um, but then I made a move from my sophomore year to my junior year. My mom helped me put me in touch with a dietitian. We've kind of figured out here's how many 
how much protein you should be eating in a day. Um, we were, you know, I was like on an egg diet and I remember just eating eggs in the morning, you know, tr- not trying to, it wasn't, uh, go chug milkshakes, you know, like don't go, it wasn't, you know, protein powder wasn't a thing. It was kind of all natural chicken, chicken, um, chicken eggs, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that started to, I would say, transform my body into my junior year. still had weight, extra weight on me, but started, I feel like started to transform my body into being a little bit different um, look, which I think made things a lot easier, not having that extra kind of, you know, I don't, I don't want to say I was 40% fat, but 40% fat versus 20, you know, 30%. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, so that I started just in, I would say just enjoying sports in general, more my junior and senior year than I did maybe my freshman, mm-hmm. sophomore year. <laughs> yeah. How competitive were you your freshman and sophomore year? Cause obviously, you know, you took off your junior year, second, and then you won it your senior year. Yeah. Freshman year. I was, I was in the, on the JV squad. I lost one match my, my, my freshman year. I think it was the last match of the year. So I lost one match on the JV team. Um, gosh, I don't even remember the guy's name, but, um, so I lost one match freshman year, sophomore year. I was on the varsity. I went like 25, I think in 10, maybe, mm-hmm. um, that's actually worse than I was worse than that. Maybe 20, I mean, 25 and 15, mm-hmm. um, let's say. And I was winning the matches I was supposed to win. And, and I would say as a sophomore, losing the matches I was supposed to lose. And I was mm-hmm. getting beat by the senior, the junior, and winning, you know, basically all the matches against people my age and below um, from kind of what I remember. Uh, but I was I, – I think my so – well, go back. My freshman year, I ended up wrestling varsity at the conference tournament and placed fourth. And so, like, I wasn't ever even a, you know, most teams I would be, probably would have been the starter for all four years. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a M- Mitch Kellogg was ahead of me. My oh, yes. Year, and he placed seventh, I think. And, um, and he got into some trouble in one of the duels. Um, teabagging a kid from New Hampshire, from uh, Charles City. And so I had to sit, sit a, and I don't know if I should have said that on this call, but <laughs> he had to sit a duel, which was end up being uh, the conference tournament. So I had to step in for the conference tournament. I remember being scared out of my mind, end up getting fourth. And then my sophomore year, I don't even, I, you know, I got fourth. You know, I, I got fourth and I got pinned by a kid that I'd beat all year long from Wakan. And I believe when I got off the mat, my mom told me that if I if I was going to just give up like I had done in that third place match, I might as well just tell my coach I'm done wrestling for the year. Wow. Um, she, you know, and I what's weird is I remember that match and I remember being like, oh, I, it's too I got somehow got I was on my back. And I remember looking up thinking that there was two seconds left. And I, I, I kind of just gave in and that not gave in thinking I was going to get pinned. I thought I thought they were going to blow the blow the. Uh, <laughs> blow the whistle. And then, you know, it was like 12 seconds left. And so I find, you know, I gave, you know, in a weird way, I gave up, but didn't thought I was thought I, I was out of town, out of time. So mom tells me, you know, you can, if you're not going to try, you can, you might as well just, you know, throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the, the whole family is pretty competitive in that aspect. And so then I, I didn't do so well kind of, sectionals. I don't even think I made it to districts. My, um in my sophomore year but i had that there was an independence kid that that w- went on to win state zimmerly wasn't it yeah who was it zimmerly 
I think I think that's right. Uh, he, I mean, he pinned every single person all year long, just yeah. destroyed everybody. I think I was the first one to make it to the second period. Nice. Uh, I remember being <laughs> kind of proud about. Yeah. Um, I think he mentioned me in an article saying that you know that I that I was like the only one that made it to the second period. Uh, that was like my win. You know, sadly, like that was just the mindset. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm supposed to lose to that guy, so I'm gonna go out and lose to that guy. Um, and it wasn't until my junior year. Uh, Kyle Slifka. I mean, I, I mm. probably one of the top, like Kyle Slifka and, and Taylor Mansfield were in my <laughs> conference, my, my junior year. So it was like, I had, I think I had 10 losses and I think nine of them were the, to those two guys. Um, and then there was a kid from, from Western Iowa that I got beat by who um, had actually beat Mansfield that year. Jeez. Uh, I think of his name, but I, I, everybody I was losing to was like, you know, it was Mansfield or Kyle Slifka. Um, and then gosh, what was it? Sectionals? No, I think it was districts. I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it my all against Kyle Slifka. And so he had me, he had me on my back and I, I would say Kyle and I were fairly friendly through, I'd been wrestling him since third grade. Yeah. <laughs> I beat him. I beat him the first time we wrestled and he beat me ever since. Um, and so he had me, I think in a, cradle and he was like suffocating me and the, and i remember like suffocating and he he let he let go of a cradle like he should have he had me pinned you know he had me pinned and i remember thinking what a nice guy and i ended up rallying and losing like 10-9 to him at sectionals after he let me off my back um but it was a you know it was like holy cow i can stick with these guys mm-hmm. you know i am as good as you know kyle Sliska of cresco even though I kept thinking he probably should have had me pinned. Um, and so then I went into state with a little bit of different mindset and just going, you know, Kyle's going to come on hard and he's going to, he's going to go, 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 go. But there's at a point he's going to start, you know, gassing a little bit, you know, and I can't be too far behind, you know, can I catch him in the third? Um, but, you know, he was, he was, when, when he was going, he was good. He was good. Mm-hmm. I remember him. I mean, him and Taylor Mansfield, matches were like phenomenal uh, yeah I don't know if they look as good now but i mean i remember just you know every you'd go you know you're like in the bracket but you're like yeah i can't wait to watch that match <laughs> yes couple hammers i know mansfield won state in 3a yep um s lifco won state um you had some tough districts you know with you and Brian and Kyle. And then the next year was like you and Brian and that, um, John Coyle from. Yes. So John was the guy who was ranked second. I, I, uh, mm-hmm. he was the kid I pinned to, you know, basically started my recruiting trip to Iowa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John. Yep. Yep. And John never, even, he didn't even make it to state a senior year because Brian beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember how that, that Brian, well, Brian forfeited to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, he beat, he, he beat John in the, the first, bra- you know, the first yeah. round districts and then Brian forfeited me. Cause I, I think there's something wrong with his knee. Yeah. He messed up his knee is his mm-hmm. senior year. Yeah. He had a slightly, he had like a torn meniscus and they went in. I just talked to him on Friday. So interesting. I'm talking to you now. Um, um, and it was slightly torn. And so they went in and sewed it. No, they were able to cut the piece out, I guess. Okay. Did they do so, that after did they do that after state? No, they did that after sectionals. Oh, really? I believe. Yeah. Or maybe it was before. No, hold on. It was after conference, but before sectionals, I think. 
Got it. So, yeah. If I ever, what's kind of funny is if I ever, you know, it's like Brian, the amount of time I spent my junior year getting ready for Brian's match, you know, I'm sure he didn't even know my name because I, you know, I never, you know, I I don't remember meeting up with him my sophomore year at all. Mm -mm. I wasn't ranked at all through my entire junior year. Um, Never, you know, never hit the rankings, but I knew, I knew I had to be, you know, in my mind, Kyle Slifka was the, the, the number one. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get to state was to go through Brian Rodas. And I mm-hmm. remember these very strategic um, meetings in my in my kitchen with Dave, um, Dave Mitchell out of Luther was, you know, yeah. connected through Jaden Mitchell, a uh, teammate of mine. His that Dave was his uncle. They made a decision on if they should show me the video <laughs> of Brian or not. Right. Or, you know, would that freak me out? And I think I ended up not watching the video, but we just talked about how to get out of his uh what I hit a Russian tie maybe that was Russian tie or an underhook mm-hmm. that he was really good with. And we just, I remember going through that on my kitchen table <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm showing up and I'm sure, you know, Brian's like, who is this guy? He's not, I'm not worried about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. What, what he kind of said to me was um, the result of you versus Mansfield kind of, you know, he's, he did say he made it overlook you a little bit. Yeah, You know, I think he wrestled Mansfield earlier and his result was different than yours or closer and was like, mm-hmm. I'm, and so he zoned in, I think on Slifka. Yep. And, and he, you were waiting for I mean, he, where I was like, you know, like didn't think I was on the same level as Brian was and he had beat Slifka a few times. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I kept going, Holy cow, if this guy's beat Slifka, like I, there's no way, you know, like this is going to be a up, uphill battle. Um. You know, and so kind of, you know, just kind of, kind of, kind of crazy. But yeah, I, I, I'm sitting there. I, unless Brian, for whatever reason, saw something, but I, I got beat up way worse by those guys than he ever did. Like he was always seemed to be at that level with those guys, and I, I kind of always felt that was a tear down until you know, really districts that my junior year that I realized that I, you know, that I was at, at the same level as them. Yeah, yeah. So then you know, we turned to your state. I'm looking at your bracket right here. So you beat this is crazy. You you beat Wes uh Pudens of Kemper Catholic Carroll. Then you beat Taylor Stroud, who ended up getting fourth, three-time place winner. Thomas Gruis of Clear Lake, who ended up getting third. Yeah. And then you beat Brian for a second. Like those are some studs. And then in what I like ridiculous what I found about that senior year. So I, I went through I kind of felt that those three guys were two, three, and four. I didn't know which way they would all roll. Yeah. Um, my junior year, if you look at my bracket, Kyle Slifka went through like two, three, four. And I just I had like nobody on my side. There wasn't, I don't I think maybe a 10th ranked guy my junior year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of felt like I got lucky my junior year. Mm-hmm. And that senior year, I was like, oh, they they really hammered me. <laughs> Yeah, but I like Taylor. I was Taylor. I'd wrestled a couple of times, Taylor, um, and I, I felt like I was, you know, that I was going to be able to open up that match a little bit more than maybe some uh, the the prior time that I ever wrestled him. Gruis always made me nervous because he was quick. Um, I always hated those little quick guys. Mm-hmm. And he actually, I thought he had me dead to rights on the first takedown. I mean, he was all the way around me and I don't know how I got my arm up over top of him. And I, I um, tapped his, tapped his knee and ended up pinning him. And I was just like, thank God. Thank God. 
Yeah, because he was bouncing back between 215 and 285, yeah. and they didn't know which way he was going to go. Did you – I mean, did you wrestle him before? Yeah, I wrestled okay. him. So when I – I don't even know, you know, where you hear these things, but <laughs> supposedly when I wrestled him at the Clear Lake, he bumped up the Clear Lake in, Invitational um, Tournament, and supposedly after he wrestled me that match, he felt pretty confident that he could beat me. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he made the move – to heavyweight, um, there was another two fifteen pounder. I'm trying. I don't remember the Algona kid, Kyle Simonson. Simonson, and he. It sounded what I remember hearing was that he didn't think he could ever beat Simonson, so he was going to bump up. You know, he thought his best shot of a, a state title was through me. Hmm. Um, and then Simonson <laughs> did Simonson beat Helgerson? Yeah, yeah. I I pinned Helgerson. Got like, I mean, another crazy match. And he, Halgerson actually bumped up during the year to wrestle me. Um, he'd take me down and then, you know, I was kind of like, shit, I got to get going. And somehow I caught him and pinned him. Um, and I was like, maybe these two fifteen pounders will stop picking on me. Right. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> you know I was like, okay, I'm, you know, Halgerson, you know, and, and obviously I had 50, 60 pounds on these guys, but they're quick, you know, they're quick and athletic. And I was like, mm-hmm. shit. All right. So they move up and I'm like, all right, this is a big match. Cause I was like, in my mind, I knew if I lost during the regular season, one of these guys, it was just that much more likely I'd find them in my state, ta- in my state bracket. <laughs> and so, you know, everyone, I was like, all right, I got to, I got to shut kind of quiet the noise down here. Um, and I, I was nervous when Halgerson after he took me down, I was like, mm-hmm. Oh boy, you know, we'll see, you know, let's see how we go. And, and at the time, I don't know if I was that nervous in the match, but mm-hmm. I remember, you know, being like, shit, I got, I got some work to do. Um, and so, you know, I kind of said this to Brian. So, you know, I'm kind of thinking the same thing of you. I think they underestimated your, your athleticism and maybe your quickness a little bit. You know, yeah, you know, I I never like even through. I always felt like I had some decent amount of athleticism. I knew I was you know a big guy, you know a little bit a little bit of extra pounds on me, but I felt like I could move, um, and I always felt like I could do fairly well <laughs> in that sense. And I I think the thing that you know a little bit more athleticism than they probably guessed, and then also what it's like wrestling a guy that's 70 pounds, like one little mistake is the end of your match. You know, yeah. when, they, when those guys wrestle, because both of them in my mind just made very small mistakes, but that was all it took. And making that mistake under a 280 pound guy versus making that mistake under a 215 pound guy probably could come out very differently. Yeah. Um, and so, and then, I, you know, I, I always kind of thought, you know, thinking sometimes thinking about it as like, you know, I, I think they underestimate what that extra 60 pounds can do if there's a, mis- you know, if there's anywhere a mistake or, you know, they, they always, I think both guys did, you know, kind of straight on shots. And it's like, are you, you know, are you really ready for 280 pi- 80 pounds to come down directly on top of you? Yeah. Is that what you weighed your senior year? Were you right at two, I was scale two, like 285 or 275 both years? Um, it was nice to have the little, you know, the 10 pound cushion, my, my junior year, back to the, I never really, you know, I watched my diet from a, just a general good nutrition standpoint, but I didn't have to not eat a meal. Um, so I never had to worry about that, you know, junior and senior year. Um, and then senior year, I still felt even through college, I always felt like two right around 275 was like my, my weight that I like to be at, Mm -hmm. um, at even one point I'd 
lost some weight and was down at like 250, but you just kind of felt you didn't have the same leverage as you did when you're 275. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like that, you know, my quickness increased more than the loss of that extra, <laughs> that extra weight. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, you know, that, that you say that, cause I feel like heavyweight is kind of that, um, different, uh, weight class where, you can fluctuate between what, you know, 215 or whatever and 285, but somewhere in there is your weight, yeah. you know, where, where you can be the best at. Um, I have a question for you, um, a trivia question here. Uh, who was the last heavyweight to win a Big Ten title for the University of Iowa? <laughs> that, that's still me. <laughs> <laughs> I keep, you know, I'm like, you know, I keep going like this has got to like at some point. You know, you think about the heavyweights that have come after me at Iowa and you go, how in the hell is, you know, how am I still the last one? Um, And I'm trying to think, uh, Tony, Tony's, is he, do you know if Tony's got one or two years left, Cassiope? I think he has two if he takes his COVID year, I think. Yeah, okay. And he's got some, like, he's still got some, like, I kept thinking he's going to get it. You know, I'm like, but he's still got some tough brackets and he might still get it you know win that big 10 title but you know i at one point i was like oh he's for sure a shoe in yeah um you know but now i'm going shit you know he's got he's got a couple guys i think the michigan guy comes back this year mm-hmm. um i thought there was another you know penn Stevens. state who was it oh penn state, yeah. yeah penn state and that kid isn't he around for two more years Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know, hopefully, I mean, I, I'm ready for, I'm ready to not be, you know, I'm hoping when it comes back to, I'm hoping that when it comes back to Iowa, they don't have to call me. Cause I the one thing, you know, when I, when Iowa had the big 10 championships, they called me and said, Hey, will you give the award since you're the last one? You know, and they kind of, you know, at the time I was giggling being like, I'm, I'm the guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so I went back, gave the award and I'm like, please, somebody's got to, somebody's got to step in here. I'm like, I'm sure in the heck I mean, I, I'm, I'm going back if I'm the last one, but you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we can get another heavyweight to win a big 10 national title here. Mm-hmm. Cause there's been, I mean, there've been, there's been some good ones. Telford was, you know, a stud for three, four years mm-hmm. of all four years, except the, I think one year of an injury. And then, um, I only know I'm trying to know oh, Sam stole. Oh yes. Stoll, I thought, you know, he was ranked number one. He was, you know, he was a dominant on top. And I kind of thought, you know, that, that I kind of thought one, one point he was going to be the guy. And now we're on to Cassiope. So I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got money on him. He needs yeah. To- Do you ever sit back and reflect on that? Like, geez, you know, I mean, it's, it just shows how tough it is. How tough that conference tournament is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the things I remember, I mean, every, there's no off week, you know, every time I remember in the season being like, Oh, next week it's Indiana. <laughs> And then you go look, you know, and I, I wasn't always very good at staying up on, you know, I, I, on who's who's where and when and why. <laughs> but I was like, I remember just being like, oh, I've had a really rough, tough, rough stretch. You know, oh, next week's Indiana. That'll be an easy one. And then at some point looking up who the guy is and I'm going, fuck, he's ranked fifth. <laughs> you, know, I mean, you know, can I, you know, Indiana, which at some point of this is like you, you wish it you know, thinking back, I wish this, I wish I wouldn't ever even look the stuff up because mm-hmm. it's like, what did that change the outcome? Obviously you got to know who your competition is and, you know, competing against, um, you know, I, I don't, I'm trying to think of some of the names that were, that were, you know, that were winning 
the Minnesota guy, but there's like the Lehigh guy, you know, okay. If oh, you're that, was that Zach be, Ray? Yeah, Zach Ray, right? If you're wrestling Zach Ray, you got to be smart in X, Y, and Z. But then there was there should have there, there should have been a drop, and I should have been able to capitalize on some of those guys that weren't the Zach Rays maybe of the world, and and also but being strategic on you know wrestling a guy like Zach Ray. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I try not to spend too much of my life trying to figure out what I could have done in college. But yeah, it's always- well, do you ever? So I watched the match of you and Tony Nelson. Um, you beat him five two, I believe. Um, but you lost the team title. Was that ever in the back of your mind? You know, like while you go out there, did you know what you, or were you solely you, focused on what you had? No, to do I remember the team title being right there. And it, I remember that meaning a lot to me. And, and weirdly it was motivation to make sure I didn't lose. Um, and so when I went out there, what I, what I remember was when I came off the mat, I had someone, I was confused because I saw the Penn state guys celebrating and I was like, that, that math doesn't make sense because I was like, if I won, I thought we tied. Um, I thought that's what it was. But then what I didn't realize was that Cameron Wade had major decision, the Michigan guy. Um, and that was, you know, that gave them the extra half a point or point and, and kind of changed the, you know, the team race. Mm-hmm. So I remember just being, I remember being confused because I, I was like, okay, at least we tied them. Um, was my you know thought coming off the mat, and then quickly realizing, and I don't know if somebody confirmed it, but it was like, why, you know, why is David Taylor running around, you know, happy? You know? Yeah. Like I remember seeing some of those faces being confused um, because you know because I didn't think you know I thought we were going to tie. But, yeah, talk about uh, confused. Uh, Jim Gibbons interviewed afterwards. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh said you made the people from Algona proud. Algona. <laughs> <laughs> and you were quick to say New Hampton. I'm New sure Hampton, the people yeah. from Algona were proud. <laughs> but uh man, yeah, you were quick to the gun to say you New know, Hampton. I, I barely remember. I mean, I don't even remember the interview. Mm-hmm. Um, other than I, I remember that very clearly. <laughs> and, and, and getting a little bit of, you know, uh New Hampton people being like, you know, good, good that you corrected them. Yeah. You know, Jim came back, I think came over after the fact and, and apologized about it. But, <laughs> you know, it's like, I really didn't care other than I was going to, Hey, I, I need to give a shout out to the, to the New Hampton guys. Mm-hmm. I, and to his defense, I will say during, during the uh, broadcast, he did say New Hampton, you know, that you were from New Hampton. So just a, just a slip up there during the interview, <laughs> but you know, he wasn't doing it the whole time he knew. So I just thought that was funny, but, um, no. also your, your, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just Nelson. I know it's, I, I think one, I was four and one against Tony Nelson, which I don't know if everybody knows that, uh, four and one, he, and I always felt like I was in his head. I always felt pretty good in wrestling. Tony, obviously a, a tough wrestler. Uh, <laughs> I always felt like I was a little bit better conditioned than him. Um, but at my, I think it was my end of my sophomore year, we wrestled at Luther. Um, he was, a, I think he was maybe a true freshman mm-hmm. and the match went pretty favorably in my, in my, in my direction. And, and I felt like I remember him being like on his back, exhausted after the match. Um, and I think, you know, maybe I won eight, three or something, something like that. And I remember, you know, being like, oh, he was, you know, he was tough, but not really. 
<laughs> yeah. And, and he was a true, I mean, and give him some credit here. He's a true freshman wrestling mm-hmm. at the second, end of the end of the year. And so I was actually pretty shocked my fresh, true freshman year, or no, sorry, my sophomore, my junior year when he beat out Burroughs. Um, I think his Burroughs was his name. And like, I was like, I was like the kid, the kid that I wrestled last year is, you know, like somehow the spot. And then he was coming up to the rankings and I was like, oh, that's really weird. I didn't really think he was that, you know, that tough, um, mm-hmm. which obviously he ended up being that tough. But. Mm-hmm. So I wrestled him twice. I think once at the duel up in Minnesota, I felt pretty good about. And then again at the big tens and then he ended up beating me my senior year. Um, which I really thought, I, I thought I, things were going to go in my favor my senior mm-hmm. year. Uh, but he had a hell of a ride on me, and I couldn't—I I couldn't even breathe. Yeah, not good. <laughs> he was pretty small that yeah. in the Big Ten finals when you wrestled him and beat him. You know, from compared to later on in his career, he looked small and lean. Yeah, you know? yeah. He maybe looked—you know—maybe had me on looks uh, from a. <laughs> From a ripped perspective, that's for sure. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, when you looked at him versus me on that mat, that was I had quite a bit of size on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know what he ended up. You know, I, I felt like he probably weighed two forty, maybe my his, the year he wrestled me, and I don't, I don't know what he weighed after that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, big ch- big change there in physique. <laughs> um, the uh, your sophomore year and your senior year. Um, you were kind of in and out of the lineup mm-hmm. and unfortunately you didn't get the nod at the, you know, at the big tens, you know, what, talk a little bit about kind of the decision for that. If you could, you know, where your sophomore year, they went with Dan Erickson, Dan Erickson, you know, and it just, you couldn't, I couldn't even allied. I'm trying to think through my, cause there was a, yes, yeah, so my sophomore year when he came, my red shirt sophomore year, mm-hmm. Erickson was injured. And I saw, yeah, I was in and out. I remember guy, the, the, me and Jordan Johnson wrestled off for the spot. Jordan beat me. Um, and then Jordan didn't have a very good showing in New Jersey. And so we came back on the flight. I remember Tom grabbing me and saying, Hey, you know, we're going to give, I think we had another a second wrestle off um, before the Iowa state duel. And, and I, you know, the one thing I, I wanted that Iowa, Iowa state, Iowa wrestling duel meant a lot to me. I remember wanting to be in that thing, being in the lights. Um, and so we wrestled off again. I think, I think Tom was roughing it and didn't give me a takedown. Um, so he didn't give me a takedown when I thought I had a takedown. I remember yelling. I think I remember yelling at Tom that he cheated me out of the takedown. And then uh, I think we maybe went to overtime. And I don't know if I got out or took end up taking Jordan down, but I ended up winning the spot for the Iowa State duel. Uh, Z- Zabriski, yeah. So then I went. And ah, yes, Zabriski. Yeah, I went and wrestled Zabriski, um, and actually took him. I think we ended up going to overtime. He won. But I had his foot up in the air right before the end of the third, and I thought I was gonna. I thought I had him. Um, really close duel, and he ended up he ended up winning, which he ended up winning a match like that every every other week. So I don't know if it's really that impressive that <laughs> um, I was close to beating Zabriskie. I feel like probably everyone in the world could say that. Um, but beating him was always he was a tough tough kid. Um, but so I, throughout the throughout, I wrestled most of the rest of the season. It did do well. I mean, there was guys that I that I lost to. You know, in my mind, I shouldn't have lost to. So I don't think it was that tough of a decision for the coaches and 
you know, I don't even, we didn't even have a wrestle off. Um, you know, Dave Harrison was just a stud mm-hmm. and he was on, he was really good. There's times that he didn't wrestle so good, but you know, overall and, and, and towards the end of the year, he always, he always was on. I don't think, I don't think I remember, I don't even remember being at the caliber, you know, my, that year as he was. Um, so very, don't remember even a discussion on wrestling at big tens other than if he was going to be injured. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was my sophomore year. My senior year, you know, it's tough to admit it, but in a weird way, they they made the, you know, obviously the coaches made the right decision because they I feel like they knew it, even though we didn't have the conversation of I, I was I was beat up and I was done. You know, it was a really rough senior year. Um, in the sense of like just some nagging injuries. Now, you don't want to talk about injuries as an excuse, but it was like kind of I just mentally was kind of over that entire senior year i had a, you know i tried to you know tried to get back into it in a couple times and it just it was like the next day you reminded yourself of like <laughs> your shoulders still just not 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 being there for you and then and then also what i what i probably regret more is just not addressing it with the trainers and the coaches from the beginning of like coming to practice and, and not being able to put your shoulder over your head you can, you could probably figure out, you know, a strategy about how you can still be motivated and show up. Mm-hmm. But I was, you know, scared, you know, and I don't want to say scared, but I felt like I was a pansy. If I mm-hmm. were to say that my shoulders bothered me, even though probably everybody knew it was bothering me. I, you know, I didn't just stand up and say something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, you know, for probably five years after I graduated, I had, you know, I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't lift my arms above my head and like just had these like weird things going on. And then, probably right around close to turning 30, all of a sudden it just kind of all cleared up and went away. Um, so I feel like I've got all my strength back in my hmm. shoulders, but there's something I did my junior year that just kind of lingered for way too long. And I never, I, ne- I never addressed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously Telford was, a, was a tough, tough kid, um, mm-hmm. you know, and wrestling, wrestling with him, he, 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 you know, quite a, quite a bit every week kind of drains on you. Cause he just, he's going to keep going and he's going to keep going and going and going. Um, you get a takedown on the take to take down on the guy. And, you know, last, last takedown ends of practice. Well, you take him down and he's still in your face going, well, no, we're going one more. <laughs> right. And you're like, no, dude, I'm done. Right. I'm done. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, next, you know, you're being pushed back out there by three guys in the room. You know, being like, you got to go one more. That wasn't a takedown, right? And you're like, fine, whatever. Here, you know, I'm done. Leave me well, alone. <laughs> interesting. You know, you, you were, you know, a little banged up your senior year, but your fastest fall came your senior year, 35 seconds. <laughs> who was, I don't even remember who that was against. <laughs> like that's crazy in the in you know Division One heavyweight, 35 seconds. Like, <laughs> were you always the pinner? Was that just like, yeah. <laughs> I, I was pretty, I was better. I feel like I was, I used to have a tilt, a side, a side tilt that I really liked. Um, in college, I, I would say I was a pretty good rider. Um, you know, and the thing was, is like, sometimes I made decisions. One of them was at nationals where it was like, I could have written, written wrote out the Oklahoma guy mm-hmm. uh, who I ended up losing to on a, on a overtime takedown. But I remember letting him up being like, oh, I've got this, you know, I've got this in the bag um, and thinking, you know what, I'm going to, I'm just going to get on our feet and take him down. And it not happening. The guy went out of bounds 55 times, just straight, straight out of bounds, straight out of bounds, straight out of bounds. And I ended up losing, but I was like, fuck, I could have rolled the guy in the second period all the way out. Um, and I, I felt like I, you know, most guys I felt that I could ride. Um, mm-hmm. 
but I don't know that I had a ton of, you know, I don't know that I would sit there and say that I had a lot of falls, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously against the lesser guys at some of those tournaments, but generally speaking, you know, I, I don't know that I was getting too many falls. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I also noticed was you were an academic all big 10. And I've always wondered what it takes to be, you know, like an academic all conference athlete. So like what, what, what were the criteria? Um, I think you had to have a 3.0. If I remember correctly, I couldn't, I, I don't know if I'm the best guy to ask this, maybe 3.0, <laughs> but I, I mean, realistically, I was, I was going to say, um, you know, now my wife, you know, girlfriend that studies, you know, will get you good. <laughs> we'll do a lot of good things for you. So I, mm-hmm. I, I usually, if I wasn't at practice, I, I was generally at the, uh, at the library hanging out with her and she was studying. So like, mm-hmm. it's kind of one of those things that just kind of happens when you're hanging out with people that do good things, you're going to do good things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, I think that, you know, I had a good first year I had a, I had a good first year. I did all the right things. My, my first year of school academic wise had a year or two of getting a little bit lazy. And then when I met my girlfriend wife, I, I started also thinking about what life was going to be like after wrestling, Mm-hmm. Um, and so I knew, you know, I needed to get into the business college and graduate with a degree to make sure that I can, you know, continue to be successful. And, you know, and knowing that I wasn't, I wasn't planning to wrestle post-college. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a couple thoughts earlier, you know, my sophomore, junior year about doing it. But then by the time I got to my senior year, it was a pretty, um, clear cut, you know, that I was going to move on after college. Mm-hmm. Um, so so you went to the Tippy? Is that right? The Tippy yeah, Tippy College. College of Business. Got my accounting <laughs> finance major. Spent 150 or got my 150 hours CPA exam, um, which you know, not you know, 50% pass rate on the CPA exam. And, and I'm like, you know, I, I go through this with the people that work for me. It's more about hard work and just putting the time in than being the smartest guy in the room. And so I in in my mind, the people that don't pass that CPA exam just don't put the time in. Um, mm-hmm. So I felt like a little bit of the, like just my background was going to set me, set me up to succeed on that exam. Just given I, I, w- I was willing my, my schedule to study for that thing was I'd get up at 4.30 AM study from five or sorry, I was get up at 4.30 work out at five, get done at, get done at six and then study from six to eight 30 and then go to work. Um, and I did that for, you know, the first six months, a year of my career and got those exams out of the way. And, and you know, like there's a lot of people, do they want to get up that early? Yes. No. And then the next question is, is after work, or do you want to go drink with your friends or do you want to study? Um, and those were kind of the decisions I made just be like, I want this thing. I want this thing out of my life so I can make decisions later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you know, a little bit painful first year <laughs> after college. Yeah. Did, did uh, some of the values that you took from wrestling apply to, you know, taking that and do, going through that grueling cycle there of passing those yeah. CPA exams? Yeah. I, um, I, you know, it's weirdly enough. I, I, I use things that I, you know, heard from our coaches and the coaches in college and, and, you know, even through high school, I, you know, it weirdly it applies a lot in the, in my type of business. And the thing that, you know, I, I, a really tough practice can be, you know, mentally and f- physically dragging on you. Mm-hmm. Now thing, you know, now in my today's world, it's, you know, if you have a, a client deadline tomorrow, the next day, and you're not, and you didn't do a good job planning for that deadline, you still got to get it done. And so then you're going down to, you know, 
getting up. Some there's days that I have to get up at five, six to, you know, get ready for an eight 30 meeting. And then it might drag on till 10, 11, 12. There's been some early morning working meeting, you know, working nights to get prepared for the next day or to deliver on a deliverable to a client. And that is like as fatiguing as it can get. Right. But it's how, you know, and that doesn't, you know, sometimes it's not every week that that happens, but you know, it can, it could be one week where you're working until midnight every night. And it like, it it just starts dragging on you and you you keep going, you know, mental toughness. Like, I I don't know what else, how else to describe it because there's other people in, in the same that, that don't even make, don't even make it six months and they, they go find a new job or a year. Um, and so I've been doing this stuff for 10 years and you gotta, you gotta have a hard shell in a, in a way and also protect yourself. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, it's easy. A lot of people give up. The first thing they give up is their workout um, when they're you know having a long day. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, if I don't get that workout in my, my day's already going down South, um, so I make sure to get my workout in every day. It might shorten or it might be a little bit different sometimes a year, but the, you know, the day doesn't change. Um, you know, I still, you know, you still get your priorities right that are not mm-hmm. work related, but that helps, you know, keep it a little bit more tolerable uh, when you're working longer time, longer hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with your, with your busy schedule, do you still kind of pay attention to what's going on in New Hampton or, you know, the I, Iowa wrestling program or. Yeah, they, so um, Chickasaw, the Chickasaw wrestling club, I think the Paulus brothers are uh, running that now. And then Andy Gertz, I know is involved. They have a, they have a Facebook page and I love just seeing the little updates. Um, haven't been, you know, it's tougher to get involved now that I live five hours away. I used to go mm-hmm. up in the room here and there, but recently haven't done that. Um, but I, I like to stay involved. I like to check on the guys during state you know, see how, how things are going throughout the season. And I would say I've been finding it a little bit difficult to, you know, where's the one, one, one click link that gives you everything you need to know. Like mm-hmm. I, it's really hard to find results. Um, you know, and, and somebody I'm sure could send me something that says all the time right here, but like the predicament, you know, you used to click on the predicament, you'd have rankings, you'd have results and everything would be boom, 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 boom. Um, and now that, you know, unfortunately I, I can't, I don't remember the, I can't remember the guy's name, but he passed away. And so like, that was always one place you could go. Um, and so it's been a little bit tough trying to find another, uh, location for that. And then Iowa wrestling, I'm still, you know, I help out with, uh, thing as they ask me, been helping with raising money for the new facility. Um, so fairly involved, most mostly from a donation standpoint with the Hawkeye Wrestling Club. But you know they send out letters and stuff. And when I go to go to events, you know still catch up with the guys that show up. Uh, mm-hmm. Chad Beatty's been doing a good job. Oh, yes, um, the Hawkeye Wrestling Club there, and then also the Booster Group. Um, there's a bunch of guys that I still at least at least talk to once a month um mm-hmm. if not a little you know sometimes a little bit more sometimes a little bit less but i still get you know still get my fairly updates um through you know the, that network mm-hmm. and then been helping out lockport high school here in illinois been, oh really i go in a little bit um they had a guy there's a heavyweight i got caught up with a couple of years ago to help with andrew blackburn forced F-O-R-S-T. I'm probably saying his last name wrong, but he ended up he ended up being a two-time state champ um in, in nice. Illinois junior senior, and he's gonna be wrestling in Colorado in college. Nice. Um 
And so I've been, you know, helped, helped, been helping with him as much as I can. Obviously now that I have one, a kid that changes mm-hmm. things, but probably early on, I was getting on the mat with him two, three days a week. Um, and then that kind of evolved to one day a week um, to maybe even more of like once a month towards the end. But mm-hmm. it's been good to see, you know, him succeed. <laughs> and obviously Lackworth High School is doing really well as well. Yeah. Do they, I'm always curious, do they know, you know, like when you go in there, Oh, that's Blake raising big 10 champ, you know, or are they like, who's this guy? Oh, it's Blake. You know, I, oh, I think oh. the, the better guys like, you know, Andrew and the coaches all, you know, know my background a little bit. Um, sometimes every once in a while you run into a heavyweight, you know, a younger guy, it's like, who are you? Are you any good? You know, and it's, I still like to think I got, I still have some, I wouldn't, I would never take my skills to the Iowa wrestling room ever again. Um, I learned that lesson. I think a year after I graduated and I, I got my ass kicked by Telford for a, for a good hour and a half. I just wanted to crawl off a mat. Um, and it wasn't like, you know, conditioning, you know, wasn't there, but I didn't feel like it was, like, it was just mind blowing how much, muscle mass I had, I had lost in my shoulders. Um, and I never, I, I never remember being just turned, you know, I couldn't, I, I was giving up my, my forearms like left and right. I couldn't, I couldn't stop it. Um, and I like, you know, I'm like, I don't know what it was, but somewhere along the line, there was some muscle, lo- muscle lost, um, a year of sitting behind a desk, I guess. And doesn't <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'll end on this here. You, you run some pretty, pretty dang good New Hampton teams, you know, back in the day and, you know, they're starting to re reload a little bit. Um, but yeah, you won, did you win dual and traditional your, your sophomore year? Sophomore year won dual. We won the state duels. Um, had, a, I mean, how really good team. They didn't do so yeah. well. Um, I didn't, I didn't make it to state that year, but they, the team didn't do so well from the, uh, traditional standpoint uh, but you know overall top to bottom you know we had eight guys going into states we had you know every weight we had somebody that was that could compete um so when we went into traditional i i i think everybody's mindset was that we could win this thing um mm-hmm. i think we went up against emmitsburg was our biggest biggest um biggest duel you know i think it was i think we met them up in the semi met up with them in the semifinals. um maybe maybe quarters and it was like, I, I, again, I didn't foul wrestling that much to know who was wrestling who, but we, you know, we had some big wins. Um, I want to say Seth Utterback through uh-huh. the, one of the guys wrote, um, Ryan wrote, I think had a big win. Maybe there's a couple guys that, you know, swung, swung that thing. Um, and then I ended up going and wrestling by uh, the head coach's son. <laughs> you know, and I, gosh, Ken, Kenny, Bob, Kenny, Kenny's, mm-hmm. and then it was, I think his son, I can't remember his first name, you know, and I went out there and I was like, Oh, you know, they're like, Hey, just don't get thrown. Right. And I'm like laughing. I'm like, I ain't going to get thrown on <laughs> D- double underhook toss pin game over. <laughs> <laughs> and then we winter set winter set had some tough guys. And so we got through there, but you know, it was a, that was a fun. I remember going down Cedar Rapids. That was a lot of, we had a good time. My, my, um, my sophomore year and then junior year, yeah, junior year. We, I mean, the worst thing that happened my junior year, there's a guy, Tyler Underwood, as you know, he, he was yes. a state champ caliber guy. I ended up tearing his ACL. Um, what you did a week. Yeah. A week before. Oh, he tore his ACL. He tore his ACL a week before yep. mm-hmm. sectionals. I want I to say that. somebody might correct me, but I, 
I was wrestling and so I, I, you know, took somebody down into his knee and tore his uh, ACL. And I remember, yeah, I mean, one, you just felt like shit, the coach, you know, coach reacted, you know, and it, I was in the wrong. Right. And then um, Tyler's parents, and I think, I don't think Tyler came out, but Tyler's parents came out and to, to my parents' house and, and, you know, said, Hey, you know, things happen, you know, don't let this define your season. Right. And so I, you know, I had that in the back of my mind of, you know, doing well on, you know, for him, um, given that I kind of took that, you know, I felt that I took that opportunity away from him and, and he was, I mean, he, he could have competed for a state title. He had a really close match and I didn't know, really know who it was at the time, but Matt McDonough, you know, he yeah. had a one, two, one point, two point match with McDonough. Um, and so, yeah, I, that was my junior year. And then my senior year, we got third, um, we got third as a traditional team and we, you know, we had four guys make it, but all four guys went out and did really well. Um, a couple third place, well, gosh, I think we had a two thirds, a fourth and a first. Um, and one of the only regret I had my senior year is Jaden Mitchell, a good friend of mine mm-hmm. got beat in this, you know, I think it was maybe quarterfinals, semifinals match. And I watched it and I knew it was going to be a tough match for him, but it like, it like hit me. Like, you know, it was like kind of like the holy, holy cow. You don't like, don't watch a draining match when somebody loses right before you go out and wrestle. Um, but he ended up losing that, that match. And then, you know, I ended up still end up winning, but I, you know, one thing I just regret doing was I shouldn't have ever watched that match and I shouldn't have, shouldn't have paid any attention to it. Yeah. He got beat by Caleb Evans. Yes. Crestwood. Creston, Creston Orient, yeah. And that guy, he moved, didn't he? Like he, he moved or he moved weights. Or there's, there's some storyline behind that guy coming. Like he, he shouldn't have been in that New Hampton mindset here. I was like, there was a reason I didn't think he should have been in that bracket. Like he, mm-hmm. I think he moved to Creston his senior year. Or there's some some storyline I remember from that. And I could, maybe I might be completely off. Or he moved weights, or um, not sure where he if he was at Crest in all four years. Mm, yeah. It says here that he got second and third and that he was a state champ this year. Okay. But got it. But yeah, yeah that's, that's gotta be tough. You know, you're not the first one to say that you watched one of your good friends or teammate, you know, basically not achieve their dreams. And um, yeah, that Tyler Underwood story, I, I, I remember it now, now that you brought it up, because one of the big ones was we had Kyle Padretti, who was yes. right around that weight. And I think he was going to have to wrestle Underwood. I, I think you're I think it was the same weight, 119 or 125. Now I'm questioning myself. It was. I think that year was 119. I think it's 119. I mean, and yeah. I remember, I mean, Tyler Underwood had to, he had to suck down. Um, to get, I mean, he was, he was a hurting, I don't want to say hurting unit, but he had to do everything right all year round to get to that weight from mm-hmm. my memory. I mean, he, I mean, he looked like a skinny kid. Um, Oof. yeah, I remember, I remember that now that you mentioned it. Um, yeah, too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, that's something I, you know, it's still something you think of, you know, of all the things you think about every once in a while mm-hmm. that, that one, that one hits you. Um, yeah. 
just, be, I mean, you're right. He, four years. I, I don't know that he had a ton of like state success before that, but I mean, he had done everything right to be at that state state championship level. I mean, I, I think it would have been a shock if he didn't place in the top three that year. Yeah. And I, I remember thinking, you know, that he had a chance to win it all his, his, his senior year. And then that happened. Um, it's not good, but yeah. Yeah. This year, this is your senior year. Craig, my, Got fourth. Chris Paulus got fourth. Mitchell got third. And then oh, they got both lost in the third place. Got it. Yeah, Jaden Jaden rolled to the backside, pinning or teching everybody. I felt like, if I remember correctly, and um, I, I think someone would tell you Chris Paulus pinned uh, the the Clear Lake kid. Won his oh bracket. my gosh, I forgot all about right, yeah, Joel he Cologne. Him. He had him in a cradle, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> there was some, I don't remember what it was, but oh, I remember yes. being like the biggest, like it should have, you know, could have been could have been in the finals. What was the kid's name? He's like a stuff. Joe Cologne. Joe Cologne. <laughs> yep. And Hampton would tell you he had him pinned. Yes. I, you know, and I I mean I remember watching the match afterwards, you know, mm-hmm. all talking about it. But yeah, that was. I think they had some battles back in the day. Him and yes, yes, Paulus. Yeah, it was. It was interesting. Paulus didn't even. He wasn't even uh, varsity his freshman year. Yeah, what was he a sophomore there? Yeah, I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of who he would have been behind. I remember one of my buddies wrestled him and was like, "Who is this kid?" Because he got steamrolled by him and. <laughs> He had a lot of, I mean, he had one of, I mean, he had a lot of success, you know, in AAU. Those guys, you know, they were a lot, you know, they did a lot more wrestling than I did in the AAU world. Um, Paulus is in the May, I mean, May probably, I think both of those guys probably wrestled since they're like second grade all the way through AAU. Um, so we knew they were going to be studs kind of coming into, uh, coming into high school and we're going to definitely help us. Mm-hmm. Um you know, from that, from that perspective, I, I should have asked you this earlier, but when, when did you start to wrestle then? I wrestled my, so my, I had an older brother that had wrestled kind of, you know, in high school, maybe he probably started in seventh grade. So I, I started in third grade. I went down my first year wrestling. I think I got seventh at AAU. Um, and I, I think I was like 118 pounds in third grade. And then my brother started wrestling and I, I kind of just, I wasn't sure that I liked it that much. And so I, I my parents kind of gave me an out and I took it. So I didn't wrestle from fourth grade till sixth. I started wrestling again in seventh grade. Um, and then I wrestled seventh on through. Hmm. Um, but I, you know, I feel like I, you know, for a big kid, I had semi F like could figure it out a little bit better than, you know, most chubby little kids. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> and then also I feel like my, yeah, sometimes I, you know, my friends at work now say that I'm like extremely competitive, but you wouldn't know it by talking <laughs> to me. Like I'm a very internal, I, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to make a scene about losing the game of chess. Mm-hmm. I'll walk away and just be really fucking pissed. <laughs> um, you know? And so like, yeah, I don't know that a lot of, I don't know that people would ever say that, Oh, Blake's the most competitive person in the world. Um, but I haven't, you know, I've got this like, you know, like, Oh, it's fine. You know, and then I'll go away and be mad. Mm-hmm. Where I'll think about it forever. Um, mm-hmm. So we, you know, and kind of going to Chicago, we have like these intramurals, intramural mm-hmm. sports. And so I realized that, you know, wrestling doesn't, you know, maybe doesn't go to volleyball very well, but I'd be on the <laughs> volleyball, te- volleyball team 
playing intramural sports. And then I just figured out, you know what, the best thing is to do is just go find the best volleyball players. And then, you know, maybe I have to sit a game or two, but at least the best guys will be on the team. And so we end up winning. I'm still a little proud of this. We end up winning volleyball, basketball, football, um, intramural championships in, in Chicago. Um, With the same I, team? I can't even say that I'm that great at any of them. It was just, mm-hmm. yeah, I found, you know, found the best guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say – before I watched that Big Ten match where he beat Tony Nelson, I would agree that you were pretty, you know, doesn't seem very competitive. But after you won that Big Ten match, you were hyped. You were pumped. Like, I could tell the competitiveness in you came out in that match, you know. Yeah, yeah and I, the, the, I mean, the loss, like, I hated losing more than anything. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I, I mean... <laughs> You know, and obviously there's guys that say that and have had all the success in the world. You know, I would, wasn't so much, you know, I didn't have all the success in the world, but I, every fucking loss hurt, you know, mm-hmm. losing a match in Carver and, and, you know, and going and pouting in a room, right? And then, you know, sometimes you wonder, well, maybe I didn't do the right things after I lost to make sure I didn't lose again. Um, but every, you know, and, 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 I, and I haven't gone back and watched the videos, but I assume and where sometimes I feel like I made a mistake was – if I got taken down in the first, I felt like it was all or nothing going after that moment. Like I needed to score now. Um, and sometimes I'm like, gosh, you know, was I, did I not do the right things after I got taken down? Should I have been a little bit more strategic on when, when I choose that next takedown versus shooting, you know, taking five shots that are all half ass mm-hmm. trying to create something, um, you know, and that's something that's been in my head, but I haven't really gone and verified if that's how, how those matches went. But what I remember is like, you, you get, you get taken down and I was like, shit, I've got to go because mm-hmm. you know, what I remember hearing and seeing a lot was a guy gets taken down and then, you know, five minutes go by and there's not even a, an attempt at a takedown. Like it is so hard to score in the last 30 seconds against a college, you know, high level guy that if you don't get going right after, you know, if you get taken down and you're behind, you gotta, you gotta go now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I remember feeling like that's what I did, but I felt like I took a lot of bad shots, you know, to get there. And even Nelson, I remember Nelson and Carver, when he took me down, I got back up and I think I, I threw off three shots. One of them, which, I mean, one or two were pretty good, but I like, it was like, were those the right shots? Like I, I didn't need to be mm-hmm. that rushed. Um, I didn't need to, I didn't need to, you know, make a mistake because I, you know, I needed to score in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's like a good, it was maybe a good mindset, but not a good strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially at the heavyweight position or, you know, the heavyweight weight class, you know, like you can't just shoot in, take someone down, you know, lift them off their feet or whatever. Like it takes work. It takes strategy. I'm not, not saying all weight classes aren't like that, but when you're dealing with a 280, pound man as opposed to you know 125 133 you know it, it's got to be strategic right. it has to be yeah and then you know, and it's i mean it hasn't changed right I go wrestle mm-hmm. these high school kids and i've wrestled some bigger you know 275 pounds 285 pound guys and it's still you 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 don't just shoot under them and think that life is going to be easy mm-hmm. now it's like a little bit of protecting myself from a I don't need some crazy injury at my age, but mm-hmm. also like, uh, you know, I, there's a lot, a lot more strategic ways to take a take somebody down. Um, but I, you know, the one thing I wrestling these heavyweights in high school is the 
the thing that they don't do very well yet is they just the hand fighting is not there. The hand fighting is so passive. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not like you don't have to push a guy out of bounds 50 times, but just move the guy and that, and not just, Mm. you know, collar tie and hold the collar tie forever. Actually move him, which in my mind doesn't take a lot of energy from the guy who's doing the hand fighting, but you can wear out a guy if he's all he's doing is trying to react to your hand fighting. Um, and so like, that's been the biggest thing I've been trying to teach um, these guys, you know, that I've been wrestling with is, you know, you gotta, in a weird way, I think it's like, in Mako, Mako was probably the best of this ever <laughs> was on wearing you out all through a hand fight. And it was because you just, you tried to, and, and then he came in my sophomore year in college and you'd put your, you'd put your hand on him and he wouldn't let that hand sit for more than two seconds. And he's moving that hand and, and he's moving, you know, you put your hand on him again, he's moving, he's moving it, he's moving it and it would wear you out before you, you know, and you weren't, you weren't even doing anything other than just put, trying to put your hand on Steve Mako. Um, and then somehow he would just wear you out to a degree you never even knew. Yeah. Um, and so like he, you know, my hand fighting, I, you know, I was, it was getting there my freshman year, but then after wrestling Mako at some point it clicked on, um, you know, the hand fighting. But what's weird is I, I felt like there was a point I was really, I was there my sophomore year with, with moving a guy and, and, and doing, you know, and having a good hand, you know, hand fighting, wearing a guy out. And then it went into my junior year towards my end of my junior year, I started getting there. And then senior year, I felt like I got lazy. And I, I, I was been trying to figure out why my hand fighting slowed down from my junior year to my senior year. You know, when I think back about my career, um, is that why I don't understand why my hands were so active. I felt like I remember my junior year watching me against Nelson. Mm-hmm. Then you watch, you know, if I, and, and this is all memory, I didn't, haven't gone back and watched, but I felt like my hands slowed down my senior year. And it's like, well, I don't, I don't know why they did. I don't know what the, what, what my trigger was, you know, or I just wasn't, you know, I, it's easier now to think through some of those things, but I, I, I was wondering if I, I wish I would have addressed that or figured that out. <laughs> Do you think it was your shoulder? You know, the thing is, like, I, you know, sometimes I thought about that, but you know, in my mind, my shoulder wasn't, I, I don't think it impacted my, my, um, my hand fighting so much, but maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Two weeks, well, things we'll never find out. Uh, yeah. My my shoulder was more. If I got in on a leg, I, I had no strength to pull it in, or you know, I just didn't. I never wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. And so when I look at and, and back to you know being <laughs> being dumb is you know my 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 high crotch was my go to move, and when I was there, I felt weak, and so I didn't want to go there. But mm. I never developed another shot to make myself any, you know, I, it was like, I didn't, I didn't want to go there. So I wouldn't go there unless I needed to in a match. And so it'd be the third period. And all of a sudden I'm shooting off a high crotch, which probably is not helping my shoulder, but why didn't I just go to an outside, you know, why didn't I go to a snap single? I always had a snap single that I used earlier in my career. Why didn't I go back to that mm-hmm. or beat up a guy on their feet and, and, you know, play the game of riding them out mm-hmm. back to like, just why, you know, I wish, you're thinking back, you wish you could have been a little smarter, but yeah. you know, you, you know, unless you put yourself back into those shoes of that kid, you know, at 23 years old, you don't, you know, of all the things going on, who who knows what <laughs> all the, you know, the battles or whatever mentally you're dealing with going through a season. Right. Right. Uh, well, you know, also like you, know, you, you feel appreciation for guys 
you know, everybody thinks that, you know, oh, it's, an, it's like the Iowa guys this year. They're all in their seventh year. Oh, they're going to win a national title. And it's like, you know, probably most guys that have wrestled through the college season or, you know, five years in college, you, you might not be at your best in your seventh year. You know, you've gone through seven years of battle. Who knows what each one of those guys is dealing with? Um, and, and it doesn't mean you're going to have the results that you had as maybe a true freshman has. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you saw that. We saw that a lot with the 125 pounders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you win it your freshman, sophomore year, but somehow that 125 pounder doesn't win it junior, senior year. Yeah. Yeah, the first one came to mind was Matt McDonough when he yeah. Matt McDonough, and then you had the Illinois kid, Jessica oh, Delgado. Yep. Yes. Um, Good one. You had, you know, the Indiana kid before McDonough who won Escobedo. it. Escobedo. Oh. Like you Escobedo. You know, there's somewhere there's a pattern um, <laughs> that, I you know, you think about of, you know, as you get older, it doesn't mean you're getting better. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's yeah. a lot of things, you know, McDonough, I think <laughs> when I saw him after his senior year, um, I, I don't know, both, both shoulders were in slings, <laughs> you know, you know, the guy was beat up a little bit. That's for sure. Yeah. And, and it's, I find it crazy that just one day, it seems like you woke up and your shoulder was fine. Yeah. Right. And I know, and I, <laughs> you know, I kept going and you know, I kept thinking, do I need to go just get it addressed? And then I'm like, nah, but it's, what's crazy is how many years it took mm. for that to kind of whatever it was, um, you know, I know I had a little tear, but you know, I was that all at you know, I feel like you hear more stories of it just never heals. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was always fearful that I didn't want to be in my forties and then have to go do a surgery if that's yeah. what it took to, to heal. But I really, you know, I'd rather not get a surgery if I don't have to mm-hmm. a little bit of pain is uh, better than getting under the knife and having to me a little bit of uncertainty of how that's going to react. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, Blake, I appreciate you taking some time and just reliving your your experience with me and reminder of the last Big Ten heavyweight at Iowa, Big Ten champ. So that's still cool. That's to me, that's still yeah. pretty pretty neat. So yeah. maybe one day someone will break it, but until then. <laughs> well. All righty, thank you, Kelby. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. Special thanks to my guest Blake Raising for taking the time to sit down and chat with me. Cover art created and designed by Kristen Gill. Please feel free to rate, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm happy to announce you can also find the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast on Amazon Music and Audible, so be sure to check it out on those two platforms. You can also check me out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat to hear more of my content. And as always, be sure to tune in to hear the next guest of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. Take care, and we will see you next time.
get a pole. We'll go fishing in the crawfish hole. Five car poker on Saturday night, church on Sunday morning. You get a line, get a line. I, get a I get a pole. We'll go fishing in the crawfish hole. Church on Sunday morning. You get a line, I get a poker. We'll go fishing in the crawfish. Down in the crawfish. Church on Sunday morning. 